live from Austin, Texas, broadcasting worldwide, it's Alex Jones. It's Sunday, January 21st, 2024. I'm your host, Alex Jones. And you're not going to want to miss tonight's live Sunday transmission. I'll be here for the next two hours. Then the great Harrison Smith comes in with Sunday Night Live, 6 to 8 p.m. Central, right after this broadcast. For more live, hard-hitting news, analysis, guests, and phone calls. Speaking of big guests, coming up in 15 minutes, Roger Stone's on the road somewhere in West Virginia. About to go on Tim Pool show tomorrow. He's going to be calling in from the road or Skyping in on the Ron DeSantis uh, dropping out of the presidential race that just happened about three hours ago or two and a half hours ago. Massive news uh, just uh, two days out from the primary there in New Hampshire. Good move by Governor Ron DeSantis. Don't look for bird brain. Um, Nikki Haley to ever drop out. She's a neocon cruise missile to take out our republic. So Roger will be popping in. In 15 minutes from now, then, ooh, lordy, we have, we have crossed the Rubicon. It was about a year ago, or it was actually uh, January of uh, 2023, that I came on air and said, you can mark the date, I forget the exact date, as when the tide turned. But I said, the next big thing will be when world leaders, populist world leaders, start confronting globalists to their faces and saying, you are the problem, you are the one cutting off resources, you are the one enslaving humanity, you are a consortium of big banks that talk all this liberal talk about how you're neoliberals and care about everybody, but that's the cover for your incredibly fascistic death cult ways. <clears throat> and... We've seen that in the last year with Elon Musk confronting him at the World Government Summit six months ago and saying world government's a horrible idea. Uh, the, the, the globalists that run it are terrible people. You claim humanity's got problems. You should look in the mirror. Now, at Davos the last week, not from protesters outside or even independent media outside, some of that happened, the great folks Rebel Media and others, but inside they got confronted by world leaders. They got confronted by heads of major think tanks and others that were guests. And more importantly, the globalists themselves, and I have so many clips, we'll never get to them all today. I'll get to a lot. My weekday show is tomorrow at 11 Central, and it's longer than the Sunday show. It's four hours long. I will get to all of them tomorrow. The problem is there's like 15 of them. And, and right before I went live, I saw more clips coming in on this. And I've got ABC News, CBS News, The Wall Street Journal, The New York Times, Politico, all right here, over at Shop Place, admitting the globalists are absolutely hated. No one trusts them, and the whole world's turned against them. And their whole move to, quote, silence disinformation, that means the truth, and to, quote, regain trust, is floundering and is only blown up in their face that much more. Here's Politico headline, populism keeps rattling the globe. You mean the globalist. Elites have no idea what to do. Very informative article. Well, one thing is don't just stop running your mouth. Stop the policies because we have the Queen of the Netherlands. 
Maximinus. I'm not joking. By the way, they're worth trillions. They own Dutch Roll Shell, big part of BlackRock. I mean, they're one of the richest families in the world. They're up at Rothschild level. Probably even more rich than the British rulers. And this woman, her wealth is a state secret, said, we're going to create a world ID to totally control your life and forcibly inject you. So you wonder why we don't like you, lady. That's in the official UN treaty. And you're up there, this monstrous pig, telling us that you're going to take control of our bodies, you disgusting witch. Burn in hell. We know you're murdering us. Murder. Murdering scum. Burn. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking it? About four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. Cover-ups. You want to stop tyranny? Well, so does he. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. Thank you for joining us on this live Sunday, January 21st, 2024 transmission. I'm your host, Alex Jones. All right, I'm going to ask the InfoWars archivist who does a splendid job um, you'll probably have by tomorrow. He's so quick. But in case he's not listening or watching, he usually is. He lives in another state than Austin, Texas. To just get a short compilation, because he gets a long one, it'll be 30 minutes long, and I don't want to play that, of myself 25 years ago, because he's found it before, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, five years ago, a year ago, saying that I politically understood that the globalists were going to build their operation behind a curtain, but when they finally launched their operation, we would have been out there exposing it so long that even though a lot of people would poo-poo what we said, all the old clips, because people really respect that, would, would call exactly what they were going to do. And from their own documents, from their own admissions, it's like having 95% of the jigsaw pieces already laid out it's very easy to put the last few pieces in and predict the future. Now, that was my own historical gravitas and understanding, but that was all given to me as a gift by God. To be able to look at first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth order, I'm, I'm really capable at projecting out the lines as a futurist to understand for the historical lens what's happening. But I want the archivist to also add 
because I've been saying this for 25 years, and I, I saw a clip just a few months ago on on X, somebody found when I talked about this, where I, I talked about doing my local access TV show, or a local radio show, it was already syndicated, and I was like 25 years old. What was it like? I was 25, 25 years old. I'm, I'm 50 next month. And I went to this restaurant, and it was 9.30, and nobody was in there. They were already starting to mop. They said, no, you can order food. And I got a chicken fried steak and baked potato, and I think it was iced tea. And it was like in the golden child, except it wasn't where the demons praying to the devil and the walls disappear. It, was, it, was, it wasn't exactly like that, but I felt like that. I was talking to God. I wasn't even praying or anything. And I'm just sitting there, and it's like God gave me this big download and told me everything that was going to happen. And I started telling people about that about a year after it happened. So I'm on record for 25 years specifically saying we're going to expose their plans, we're going to expose their operations, and then people won't listen. But then once it comes true, people will see that information, and then we'll have a real chance at beating them. And it was literally God imprinting on me this knowledge and this discernment. And now my discernment's gotten so strong. This is happening to everybody. You're either getting closer to God or further away. You're either getting more in touch with the gifts of the Spirit or you're getting weaker. This isn't mumbo-jumbo. This is real. The enemy knows this, by the way. So the CIA spent hundreds of billions of dollars, you know, just on mine weapons alone. So did the Russians and others. So this is a big deal because regardless of what you think about where I got the information, and it was from God, I now have the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, Politico, all of them saying the globalists are totally screwed. Everyone hates them now. Everyone knows they're robbing and raping. Everyone knows the New World Order. And and whether it was Javier Malay or whether it was uh, you know the head of the Heritage Foundation, it didn't matter. They all got in their faces at Davos that just ended today and said, you're the ones orchestrating the wars and the collapse on record. You're the ones that want us to eat bugs. You're the ones that want to destroy populism and the people. You're the enemy. And I've, and I've always said, once you identify them, once people know they're the ones running it and their neoliberal world is really a neo-fascist nightmare, they will never get away with it. And, and, and so it's not just the people I just mentioned. It's everywhere. It's in congressional hearings. It's on talk radio. It's on TV. It's even liberal talk show hosts that I hear, that I monitor, now talking about the establishment, the elites, and all the rest of it. So we really have reached a point here where they're going to be very, very, very pressured to not be able to carry any more of their operations out, except – they're going to start major wars out of it, and I have a huge stack of news on that. All of a sudden, world leaders across the planet are warning that World War III is very close, and I have a huge stack of news uh, dealing with that. So it's just wild. And, 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 folks, I don't get up here and talk about my relationship with God that much. I don't sit here and claim I'm a prophet. I'm not. But we're all tied to God, and, and if we open up our heart and spirit and you know, also do real world research of understanding. God can then really, really show us what to do next. And I started out on access television 30 years ago in April when I was 20 years old. It, it'll be April, about two, three months from now. I've been on the air 30 years. And the first three or four or five years, I was just, you know, being a conservative and nationalist and a populist and wanted to promote freedom. But I, I really 
got the download after being on air for five years, and, and God really gave me my mission. And I know you're being given your mission as well, and this is a really special thing. And the fact that we're on record saying we believe in humanity, we're betting on humanity, we're going to organize resistance against the globalist, and we're going to move forward against it, and we're going to see the world awaken to these tyrants, and then to see it all happen, that is the hand of God. And God isn't just working through me. God is working through all of you out there. And whether it's a small thing or a big thing you do, it doesn't matter. It's all part of God's, God's larger plan to, to, to give humanity the guard and, and, and the shield and the defense we need going into these incredible times. You know, Roger Stone, we're about to bring on right now, he just connected. Never hated God and was never not really a Christian, but it was a little side issue to him. We've talked about it privately, we've talked about it on air. But then when he was being set up for prison and put through hell and the number one demonized person after Trump and myself chosen for annihilation, he literally got on his knees and with a pastor and, and, and said, God, I give it to you. Please help me. Tell me what to do. And the next day, everything turned around like night and day, like from the worst storm to just Beautiful blue skies. And, and that's why they, they, they attack a relationship with God. Because if we have God on our side, we are unstoppable. And that's a separate thing I won't have time to get to today. I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. I've got a whole bunch of newscasts and new TV shows on Amazon, Netflix, you name it, openly saying devil worship is good. And that the new official religion of the left is Satanism. I have a whole stack of articles and videos today without even looking. High-budget, open devil worship, the devil is good, and God is the devil. Satan is God, God is Satan. Okay? Okay, I mean, you, you, you cannot make this, yeah, this is, a, this is the big Amazon show right here. I mean, there's like three new ones this week that just came out. I mean, you can't even keep track of this. And I've got newscast about after-school Satan meetings. So... That's all coming up. This is a fight against good versus evil, bottom line. All right, let's stop right there. We've got so much to cover today. If you want to know how to counter leftist and the thought police, Dana White knocks it out of the park. The reporter goes, well, you have a long leash on your fighters letting them say some things. He goes, listen, they're free agents. They have free speech. They say whatever the hell they want. A leash? I mean, they just tell you who they are. They want leashes on us. We need to say, no, we're free creatures. We're not animals. That's all coming up. But I appreciate Roger Stone, who just got to his hotel. He's going to be on uh, the huge Tim Pool show tomorrow out there in the uh, mountains of uh, somewhere between Maryland and uh, an undisclosed location in West Virginia. I've been there several times. Great folks. But Roger is able to join us. And I really got to hand it to Roger as usual. Um, he called Big Mike, Michelle Obama, uh, over a couple of years ago that she would be the replacement for Biden during the campaign, probably at the convention. And now it's the one in Telegraph. It's in MSNBC. It's in uh, the New York Times. It's on Yahoo News. Uh, it's uh, just everywhere. Michelle Obama could be America's next president. Uh, Michelle Obama preparing to sneak her way into the race. Donald Trump versus Michelle Obama 24. First lady could replace Joe Biden. Michelle Obama would be the Democrats' best chance to win the Hill. 
All right, so Roger got ridiculed for this years ago. There's another one, the Epic Times. He he called that, but I want to hit that in a moment. First off, Roger, a host of his own popular talk show on WABC uh, in, in New York and also his daily show. You can find all that at StoneZone.com. Uh, Roger, looks like DeSantis has, has finally uh, woken up and doesn't want to fully destroy his political future like Ted Cruz did. And uh, about three hours ago, as you know, dropped out of the race and fully endorsed President Trump. Uh, give us your expert take on that. Well, Alex, first of all, thanks for having me uh, on this Sunday. Like you, uh, yes, uh, I am redeemed in the blood of the cross. Uh, I know liberals and elitists like to mock us for that. They think it's uh, funny or, uh, you know, it's a fairy tale or that it's a pose on our part. But I see the hand of God in everything that's happening. You're, you're absolutely right. We are winning. Things are turning around. Uh, and that is because of God's will. I don't really care what they think. I really only care what he thinks. So it's a great privilege to be with you because today's an important day. Ron DeSantis, I think, bowed to reality. Uh, he spent $150 million. Uh, he was polling less than 5% in New Hampshire after narrowly surviving Iowa with a very distant second place finish. Uh, it, it is interesting that when you analyze the votes that he did have uh, in New Hampshire, and particularly in South Carolina, although there were not many of them, they do break disproportionately for President Trump. I give DeSantis credit for his endorsement of Trump. However, grudging, uh, the president was also gracious, saying he was honored to have DeSantis' support because Donald Trump understands that politics is about addition and not subtraction, uh, and that the real evil it is Joe Biden and this administration propped up by the globalists. The real evil is Barack Obama, the de facto president of the United States. Uh, and as you point out, Alex, they are preparing to switch Joe Biden out for Michelle Obama. Uh, I think it's a mistake to make light of that or to make jokes about it. She's going to be an extraordinarily formidable candidate. But I stick to my prediction of two years, and now you see it, as you point out, coming to fruition uh, in the in the lamestream media uh, and across the board. Uh, more and the Obamas themselves are surfacing more and more. You notice. And you said uh, you're on like every week, but I think like two months ago you said look for them to start floating stories of drafting her, and she's not going to want to do it, but they're going to make her. And then finally, it'll all happen at the convention in July. I mean, you're literally, you called this two years ago. I really respect you. You're rarely wrong. So how the hell did you know this? Uh, look, the power center uh, in the Democratic Party uh, surrounds the Obamas. Uh, uh, they are slowly but surely losing one of their bases within the country. They have always uh, been able to count on African Americans uh, since the really, uh, 1932 is the last time uh, Herbert Hoover actually got more African-American votes than Franklin Roosevelt. But with the evolution of the New Deal, uh, African-Americans became a base vote for the Democrats. Now they realize they are losing that vote. Uh, Donald Trump posting really impressive inroads uh, among African-Americans. Uh, secondarily, they're stuck with Joe Biden. I understand they grabbed him you know, three and a half years ago, four years ago, because he was the last man standing and they needed somebody to stop Bernie Sanders. It wasn't that they didn't like Bernie's agenda, 
but they knew that he was unelectable, that he was so openly radical. Uh, they knew that Joe could pose as a moderate um, who would bring civility back to our politics. None of that has happened. But now Joe's expendable between uh, his inability to campaign, to remain coherent, to stand up, uh, not to crap his pants, uh, the impact of his policies. In sure. So you, so you totally called all this. You're the first, at least a year ahead of anybody else. So this is, and it, it, they now say it's basically going to happen. So give us the technicals, uh, looking at your crystal ball, how you think it's rolled out, when, 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 when Big Mike announces. Uh, here, here's why I think it will be Michelle Obama. The Democratic Party has a giant problem in Kamala Harris. Under any normal scenario, uh, if the president of the United States, incumbent president, elected not to run for, shall we say, reasons of health, then the nomination would go to the loyal vice president. She's even less electable than Joe, and they know it. But also, they can't offend uh, women and people of color uh, by replacing her with, say, Gavin Newsom or some other candidate, uh, which is why the only way to replace uh, a woman of color is with a more popular woman of color, and that is Michelle Obama. Now, the rules of their convention uh, put a disproportionate amount of uh, influence in the hands of these Super delegates, but really, uh, this is quite simple. Biden will go through the primaries, uh, where the way has been cleared for and made it virtually impossible for anyone to compete with him. Right? This is why Robert Kennedy bolted the Democratic Party. And although he remains a registered Democrat, he's running as an independent. Today, Dean Phillips, a little known congressman who is seeking to challenge uh, Joe Biden, he said that um, if he doesn't defeat Biden for the Democratic nomination, he might take the no parties label. The independent group is trying to get an independent on the ballot in every state. I would urge Mr. Phillips to go check the state laws. Most states have sore loser laws. So if you contended in the state Democratic primary and you lost, you can't be on the ballot in November as an independent. So that's probably not viable. But this can happen right up to the moment of the convention. In fact, Alex, I now predict that's what will happen. Joe will wrap up enough delegates so that no one else can be nominated. And then at the, essentially the last minute, he will announce it for reasons of health. He's going to step aside. He's going to throw it open to the convention so they can nominate the candidate of their choice. Uh, and as I predicted, Michelle Obama will reluctantly uh, submit to a draft. It's funny, Alex, when I was walking through the airport here, I stopped to buy a bottle of water. Uh, and I noticed a special Life magazine commemorative issue uh, that's being uh, pushed uh, in the in the news kiosk there. And who's on the cover but Michelle Obama, an entire magazine about her. So we can Perfect. see the system. We can see the system gearing up. So so you, you predicted she would do this two years ago. And, and now all over the corporate news, they say she is the one to replace him. They're, they're gearing up. And you're saying this is going to happen. Uh, at at the convention, handed off uh, to Michelle Obama. How formidable uh, of a obstacle is this going to be to restoring the republic and, and and President Trump? Well, she's certainly a stronger candidate than Joe Biden. She's going to be able to try to walk away from Biden's record, which is really unfair because this is really the third term of her husband, Barack Obama. Uh, it's always more delicate to attack a woman candidate. The one exception of that was. Hillary Clinton, because she was so vile and so polarizing. Uh, no, but I think she's going to be very formidable. But let's not get the cart in front of the horse. 
The greatest single danger right now to the republic may be Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley is not a conservative. Uh, she is she is uh, uh, someone whose policies, particularly in the foreign policy uh, and defense area, are identical to those of Joe Biden. Uh, Ron DeSantis at least tried to keep a foot in each camp. He tried to brand himself as America first while taking hundreds of millions of dollars from globalists and those who want to go easy on China. Uh, I mean, is this just George W. Bush in a dress? uh, Dick Cheney in heels is the way I think I put it. Uh, She's looking for the next uh, world war. Uh, She's not trustworthy. She looked Donald Trump in the eye and said, you've been a great president. And if you run again, I will not run. So she's broken her word. Say what you want about Ron DeSantis. I thought his running was a treacherous act of disloyalty and ingratitude. But at least he never lied to the president about it. He just went out and did it. In her case, she lied to him. So there's a character issue. But then let's just be very clear. Her policies, particularly on foreign policy and defense, are really identical to Joe Biden. She wants to ship billions more to Ukraine. She keeps saying if Putin uh, takes Ukraine, he's made it very clear that Poland and and uh, uh, and Germany are. When did he? When did the Russians say that? She keeps saying the Russians have said that. Where have they said that? No, she's a complete liar, that. bought and paid more by the neocons and the, and the left. So, how do you see the rest of the race? Because it is a two-person race now, because everybody else has dropped out. She's a distant second. They're going to try to push her. They're going to try to catapult her. How, how is she a danger? And how do we neutralize Birdbrain? Well, uh, perhaps we should call her hot pants rather than birdbane with these new revelations about her various uh, extramarital affairs while her husband was serving his country abroad. They're all over the media today. But more importantly, I think New Hampshire is the last place where she has any kind of outside chance. And I think Trump is about to crush her there. Very significant that South Carolina Governor Henry McMaster uh, and the Lieutenant Governor of South Carolina, a number of the cabinet members, uh, as well as South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, all in New Hampshire today, campaigning for Donald Trump. So the people who know Nikki Haley best uh, are in New Hampshire campaigning against her. The only reason she has any kind of prospect there is because of this effort being run by Governor Chris Sununu, a liberal Republican, actually a Democrat posing as a Republican, to drag liberal-leaning independents uh, into the Republican primary which by state law, they can vote. Too late if you're a Democrat, you can't switch now in time to uh, vote in the Republican primary. That deadline was back in October. But if you're a registered independent, about a third of the voters uh, in New Hampshire are, you can uh, you can enter either Republican or Democratic primary, where there is no Democratic primary because they Democrats eliminated any opposition to Joe Biden. In fact, they stripped New Hampshire New Hampshire of their delegates. So this is her last chance, and it's not looking good. I'm predicting a a, a solid 50%-plus double-digit victory for President Donald Trump next Tuesday. And then we move to South Carolina, where there are no part, is no party registration, where anybody can vote in any primary. And in her home state, Alex, she's going to get walloped. walloped. Right, Roger, Roger, I know you've got to go soon, but do one more segment, because... We're here seeing victory. We're seeing the worm turn. It, it, it's everywhere. Uh, you know, even Joe Rogan's, you know, out endorsing, uh, Trump now. So the, you know, the, that's a bellwether moment. The globalists admit they're losing, but all the criminal indictments, uh, more indictments they're talking about, the desperation, but also each one of their kangaroo trials, many of them without juries, uh, are also only making Trump 
that much more obvious to the public as the outsider, as the maverick. When we come back, Fanny Fingered, a jilted wife in Trump Georgia fiasco, drops bank statements revealing lavish vacations. So now top Democrats are telling her to resign before all this news comes out. They're saying, oh, it's legal that she hired her boyfriend, which it's not, but she's resigned because they're hoping the rest of the story is already broken here. But but hasn't hit mainstream media yet that she was giving him taxpayer money. He was then giving it back to her, and we have the bank statements. Uh, so I don't see how now they just remove her and continue on a new you know the same trial when Trump was set up by this 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 bird brain. I mean, look at these people. My God, they're idiots. We'll be right back. Roger Stone's our guest. The second American revolution is happening now right in front of you. And you're tuned in to InfoWars because you're either looking for the truth or you're already a patriot. I'm asking you now to realize we are at the fulcrum, the crossroads in the fight for human destiny and human future. Please spread the word about the broadcast. Please buy great products at InfoWarsStore.com. And please pray for the transmission. Without you, we're going to fail. But if you simply take action and spread the word and pray for the broadcast and buy the products, you will continue to aid us together in our victory against these tyrants. But now is the time to make the decision. I know there's millions of forms of media out there and all this BS, and the globalists hope you get lost in all of it. But notice the globalists, the New World Order, are coming after us because they realize we've got their number. Think about it. InfoWars is the tip of the spear. If you want to support the tip of the spear, that decision is up to you. Please support us now at InfoWars Store. You're going to want to pay attention to what I'm about to say in the next 60 seconds. Two new incredible products are now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. They are both clones of national best-selling products from a major pharmaceutical-slash-supplement maker that are listeners and patriots that are allowing us to private label it at a lower price you'll find in stores. It's Joint Relief Max and Nerve Renew. Both of these have known documented natural compounds to lower pain and to also make your nerves healthier, which is one of the major reasons nerves get irritated and are more inductive to pain. There's major research behind this all. You need to get Joint Relief Max from InfoWars MD and Nerve Renew from InfoWars MD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Introducing them both, 25% off. You'll find them exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund their operation. If you ever take one piece of my advice, it's get a bottle of X2. It's been sold out for over a year because we wouldn't cut corners and because it's so hard to produce. We finally have a limited run back in supply at InfoWarsStore.com. So many people have serious issues. Look at the UN's own numbers. Billions have cognitive disabilities because they do not have true nascent iodine in their bodies. Most of the other iodine is bound to other heavy metals or bound to other elements so you don't download it. But this is pure atomic certified iodine. X2 is now back in stock, discounted. So I'm giving Thanksgiving right now for this product being here. It funds the info war. But I guarantee you, you take this for a few weeks, you will feel the difference. It is amazing. It's the missing link X2 back in stock at the end of 2023 at InfoWarsStore.com. X2. Naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in America. 
Rebel Zen offers the absolute finest quality CBD available and at the lowest prices. Extracted using a cold-pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant, this full-spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. Premium quality organic CBD like Rebel Zen has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, and decrease inflammation. People have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin, and boost vitality. Order yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. Breaking through the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. You're damn right we are. (laughs) All glory to God at the galactic level. But all support and thanks to listeners and viewers that have backed us through hell. You stood with us. You spread the word. You were there with us when we were the underdog, and we still are, but we're fighting back. So I mean it from the bottom of my heart, from my family, and the whole InfoWars crew. You're our family, and we love and appreciate you. Thank you. Because all I want to do is take on New World Order and win, but I can't do it without you. Roger Stone knocking it out of the park two years ago. I didn't roll my eyes because this guy, had, I say he's rarely wrong. can't remember when he was wrong. Uh, said, you know, they're bringing in Michelle Obama at the convention. You watch. This was two years ago. I'm like, wow, that's that's wild. I thought it'd be Gavin Newsom. And I'm on record saying I think Roger might be wrong here. But now it's all over the news. They're getting her ready. Uh, shifting gears out of that, Roger. Fannie Willis, it's been out for a week about the boyfriend and paying him more than the other prosecutors and him never running a real case except drunk driving cases and why does she do it and now he's in a divorce and 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 the and the, the those they've been hot under the rocks all on infowars.com she's released the bank statements that she would give him the taxpayer money hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars up to over 400,000 and then she, and then and then in her name cuz he was cheating on his wife could put it in his he would then spend the money she gave him in her name, I guess laundering it back. You couldn't figure out a better way to to, to catch yourself. These people are so arrogant. I notice the dumber somebody is, the more they think they're invincible and they're arrogant. The smarter you are, the more you know the best laid plans of mice and men often go astray, no matter how smart you are. But these idiots have invincible arrogance and chutzpah and bravada and, and, and hubris. And, and, and so now... Caribbean trips, cruises, uh, y- Europe trips, just party time, baby, hotels, jewelry, and, and more is coming out. Of course, you know, it's tip of the iceberg. So I got all these articles where top Fannie Willis ally calls for lead prosecutor Nathan Wade to step down. Norm Eisen, you know, says she's done nothing wrong, but resign now before it becomes more issue because they know the criminal activities coming out. Roger Stone, what do you say to this? What do you say is coming next? 
there's a lot of bad news uh, for the new world order coming out of Georgia. It's not just that the epic corruption of Fannie Wills is now being exposed. She paid her paramour married boyfriend $645,000. Uh, she, she bypassed a, a far more experienced prosecutor who actually had a track record of prosecuting RICO cases, I guess because he was white. Uh, and uh, she is, uh, she's, uh, at the same time, there's a federal case uh, overseen by Judge Totenberg where the underlying premise of her entire action against Trump appears to be crumbling. Remember, what she's saying is Trump lost Georgia. He knew he lost Georgia. Then he conspired with others uh, to try to uh, uh, have uh, the, the Secretary of State find 11,000 votes to tip the electoral votes to him. Anyone who spends any time listening to that entire audio, and it's very long, or if you read a, trans, a, a transcript, you'll see that Trump did not tell Secretary of State Raffensperger to find 11,860 votes. What he told him is, you have already inadvertently counted more than 11,860 illegal votes, and once you once you eliminate those illegal votes based on uh, residents or moving out of state, uh, it's being, on record. They knew that that happened. He says he said just go find those that we know are there. Exactly, but he never told them to go fabricate votes. Which it's is, like course, if somebody robs a liquor store and they see the van drive off with the money and everything, and the police say, go get a blue van and, and find the guys with the stolen loot. And it doesn't mean they, they're planting stolen loot. They saw them drive off with it. But again, at the beginning of the show, uh, we talked about the hand of God. This case is falling apart before your very eyes. This is one of the four areas where they have the president under the gun for, for lawfare. So let's just examine his schedule. He, he wins the Iowa caucuses big. He gives a terrific victory speech. Then he gets on a plane. He lands in Manhattan or in New York City at 3.30 in the morning. He has to be in court at 9.30 the following morning. He's in court until early afternoon. He then flies to New Hampshire, does an event. Then he has to fly back to New York to appear in court the next morning. Then he flies back to New Hampshire uh, to do an extraordinary Saturday rally. This is this is a perfect example of the of the entire plan here. It is to sap him of his time, of his energy, and of his campaign. That money. was my next question. That was my next question. I know you talk to him all the time, and you don't brag about it, but you know you're on record, you know, saying he's not going to pick Nikki Haley now. He's official come out and said he isn't. I was going to say to you in this interview, and I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because I forgot. He's not dementia like Joe. He's not. He has more stamina than I have at fifty. But that said, if I did his schedule, I would know who I was half the time. He can't be sleeping two hours a night and doing this. So there is times when he walks into a hotel at 3 a.m. and there's media and he's got the tie off and he still is well-spoken, but he's dragging his feet. I would be leaning up against the damn wall. How the hell do we get the big guy, if he has to cut back some of the speeches or whatever, to not at 77, 78 push himself like this? Because a 25-year-old man can... He's falling under a trap, trying to be Hercules. I think he's going to win regardless. The landslide is going to be so big. How do we, I mean, here's, a, that's question number one. No, number two, obviously he's got bad advisors. I get he's invested in True Social. It's his company. It's great. He could use his 87 million or whatever it is on X to push them all there. That is insane. So that's a big mistake by Trump that he's not, you know, doing 
spaces and doing X shows or streaming his thing there when, when Musk has invited him back for over a year. Uh, so can you, cause that, the, the, both those areas overworking him, cause he looks great a lot of the time, but sometimes you can tell he's tired as hell and, and then not getting back on, on, on Twitter. That is insane. Well, first of all, I just, you make a very good point, Alex. It's a personal point here. Uh, my, my sister's only son, uh, my nephew, uh, died of a fentanyl overdose last, late last week at age 38. This is a family trip. President Trump took time yesterday to call me yesterday afternoon with his condolences for me and my wife and my sister and his family. He wasn't calling about politics. We didn't talk about politics. That's how decent this guy. He saw it somewhere on social media where somebody told Superhuman. him. Superhuman. I mean, this, this is the kind of he person. Called he called when I got remarried seven years ago and talked to my wife for 10 minutes. So uh, he's, uh, the, he's a superman. I mean. Uh, I really think he's in it for the fight. The truth is, he's best in battle. He's best in combat. He's best when he's challenged. He knows what the stakes are. The stakes are nothing less than our survival as a constitutional republic. And he's the only thing that stands between the new world order, the globalists, and a total takeover, and the collapse of our system, endless foreign war. Uh, and I'm not eating those bugs. I don't know about you. Uh, he totally the stakes here. No, but don't you uh, agree with me that somebody's got to look? We get he's pretty much superhuman, but he he cannot work twenty one hours a day. Uh, look, I agree with you. I'd like to see him back uh, on X. Uh, I'm very grateful to Elon Musk for giving me my voice back. I'm grateful to him for to to him for giving you your voice back. He turns out to be one of the most significant figures in the history of the country now because he exposed the epic corruption. That was going on in social media. Yet they're the, they they say we're the ones who want to impose a dictatorship. Yet they're the ones putting forward a total censorship and cancellation uh, uh, regime. It's outrageous. I would like to see him return to act. He doesn't have to be there every day, but particularly on his more important policy issues, there's a huge huge audience for him there now. Sure, but whoever yes, that's what I'm saying. They're, we know he, they're saying be loyal to Truth Social. His account pushing people to Truth Social, if he just put links up to Truth Social, would supercharge Truth Social. Whoever is advising him not to be using X needs to be flogged. So can well, you, first of all, I love, I, I love Truth Social. I use it. I love it. I like it a lot. I also am grateful for my X profile. Uh, the president makes his own decisions. Nobody's made this decision but him. I still think the day will come that he will return. The good news is most of his content on True Social bleeds over anyway, uh, and it does get big following there. But remember, he used it when he was charged uh, in, in Georgia, when he had to show up for the mugshot. He did take to the pages of X for that. And it's why it was so gargantuan. No, no, I know why Trump's doing it. He's loyal to the shareholders. He's loyal to truth. But, but here's an example. Let's say I, I've got a movie premiere coming out in the big theater for a week. And then I don't advertise it on TV to push people there. He needs to use X. I know I'm stating the obvious to push people through social. He has 87 million followers. He needs to push them through social. It's, it's, it's just like we push people from X here. We've, we've increased our viewership mil, three or four million a day on our platform from X. So it's loyal to Infowars to use X to push here. I know I'm stating the obvious. So that's why I'm really upset about this. Well, look, he's his own man. He marches to his own drummer. I think the time will come where he will use any uh, any platform he can to get across his message. Uh, this is going much better than anyone could ever have thought 
He's about to roll the, 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 he's about to run the tables, uh, in New Hampshire, uh, in South Carolina, uh, and Nevada. Uh, and, uh, I was talking to a guy who was at Davos and he says that they, that the, the globalists are apoplectic. They're, they're near hysterical because their whole plan is not working. Uh, and they're, some of them, of course, are going to go offer Donald Trump money. That's not going to work. Uh, others uh, are probably plotting something more diabolical, uh, but it is dawning on those who would impose the new world order on us that Donald Trump is on his way back, and he may be the unstoppable force. No, I totally agree with you, and I'm not second-guessing Trump. I really respect him. I respect you. I know you give him a lot of advice. He listens to you. But I remember what he said. He said, I'm never going back to Twitter. Screw that intro social. I get, hey, this is where I'm at. Only come here. But I, I would bet he's getting some advice from some techies. Sir, be exclusive here. They come here. Yeah, you say, I've got an exclusive statement at Truth Social. Come get it here. And then all those people come over, just like he'd go on Fox News. Like, he won't turn down a Fox News interview. In fact, we know he gets mad they don't do enough of them. And I agree they haven't. Uh, Fox News is three or four million people when he goes on there. This is 87 million. Guys, pull up, pull up Trump on, uh, on X. I think it's 87, 89. I checked the other day. I mean, and, and they're giving, and Elon is giving him full push to all those people. So I'm just saying, we, we, we think Trump's dominating now. Uh, I mean, I might go bullhorn Marlago just to get him to listen to me because it, it to me, it is a no brainer. 87 well, million. Look at that. It's interesting you bring this point up. You had he had like 4.8 million people, almost 5 million watching his town hall on Fox, less than 2.3 million watching the the slugfest between Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. It's an excellent illustration of your point. You have to use every platform available to you. And look, he's the master at this. At the well, right yeah, but time, if he just texts Elon, Elon will. I did a spaces with Elon a month ago. And it got 25 million live views, a hundred million the next week. It was a top, that's Alex Jones. If Trump would do an Elon Musk spaces, which he'll do instantly, he's done them with Vivek, he's done, he done it with DeSantis, that's going to get a hundred mil right there. All I'm saying is we, we need to get Trump on, on there. Uh, I get it, Alex. I'm with you. Donald Trump is his own man, makes his own decisions, marches to his own drummer. Uh, but I think it will happen sooner or later. That's just a guess. I don't speak for him. I want to make clear that that's All right, well, the case. I, I, I've been harping on that. I want to move into closing comments from you about wild cards. Because, yes, Trump's dominating. He's going to win in a landslide. It's hard for them to steal a landslide. We know that. For people that don't know, maybe you can explain that to them. Uh, but I, I, they, they've got this patriot front out marching around which they admit came out of Charlottesville. I had the head group on then. The guy goes, well, I did work for Obama, and I do work for the Democrats till last year, but now I'm a white supremacist. And then this group came out of that. It's not even a question of whether it's federally controlled, folks. I mean, this is ridiculous. But I'm really concerned about what dirty tricks the Democrats. So, yeah, we're having a lot of victories, but let's not be too confident. What keeps you up at night? What are you concerned about, Roger? Uh, I'm worried about a couple things. One is the uh, prospect of war with Russia, uh, an out-out declared war, uh, and some uh, a twisted use of the War Powers Act to try to postpone or cancel the election. Uh, I'm worried you've talked about this extensively, about another phony pandemic, uh, virus X or whatever they want to call it. Uh, but mostly I, I pray about the president's personal safety uh, and the safety of his family. Uh, look, I wrote a book on the assassination of a president, the man who killed Kennedy, the case against LBJ. 
They've killed one president. They took another president down in a silent coup, Richard Nixon. They attempted to assassinate Ronald Reagan. Uh, I pray for Trump's safety because uh, he he is uh, the one thing that stands between them and world domination, and they know it. Uh, I, I ask others who are tuned in now, please join me praying for our president every single Roger, day. Roger, I agree. You, you've never done this, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on the spot. You're a private man, but will you please say a prayer for President Trump? Uh, I, I will. Uh, Heavenly Father, please join everyone who's tuned into this broadcast as we pray to you because if God is for us, who can be against us? Please protect uh, our servant, Donald J. Trump, and his family uh, as they seek to do thy will and save this nation. Amen. You know what's been beautiful is I've seen Baron Trump, who's been very private until now, with his dad all over the campaign trail, holding his hand, not that Trump even needs help, but being there with him, hugging him. Um, uh, I've seen footage of Trump at Melania's mother's funeral coming out. You know, Trump looked very upset, uh, but Barron was there. Uh, how, how important uh, has, I know Barron's always been very important, but how, how important has Barron become recently? Well, look, I think the president uh, and Melania are very, very proud of Barron. Barron's very proud of his father. Uh, they're very private. Uh, Melania is a great mother. Uh, she's probably the most cultured, uh, kindest, sweetest, uh, most learned uh, and chicest first lady we've ever had. She never got credit for the great work she did for this country. If there's anybody who should have been on the cover of Vogue, it was Melania And she Trump. never was. She's as chic as it gets. She's as royal as it gets. And I don't mean that in the, in the, in the current tense of inbred royals. I mean, she's just a spectacular woman. I think she speaks five languages. She's very highly educated, but also... One of the kindest people you've ever met. One of the most empathetic people you've ever met. Just a, a great, great woman. I've known her since, uh, well, since 1999, actually. Uh, and, uh, look, they, uh, they shield the privacy of Barron. I respect that. Uh, the, the Santuses, I think, hurt themselves by dragging their three children, uh, you know, across the country when they, frankly, should have been. But school. that was my question. We're seeing Barron more and more, though, showing up at some things. Well, that must be by his own choice uh, and something I'm sure he discussed with his parents. Uh, but I've yet to hear him, hear him speak in public. Uh, I, 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 he's a very likable young man. Uh, he's, uh, he's obviously got his height from his father. Uh, and uh, we also, our condolences to Melania's family and the Trump family over the passing of Donald's mother-in-law. They were indeed particularly close. Uh, it, it was It was absolutely outrageous that the judge in New York would not afford the guy one day, just one day, to attend his mother-in-law's funeral. Shows you what these people are like. Demonic. They, they are They are disgusting, but, but, but they're not as confident as they used to be because they admit, the Democrats, as you know, in the news admit, oh, I mean, even uh, Axelrod admitted it on a TV show, others have, oh, we thought these indictments would hurt him, but they didn't. No, it's counterintuitive. Actually, it seems every time they hit him, he he gains strength. No one, no one ever could have foreseen this. And I think these cases are going to fall away one by one. We already see that happening in Georgia, as you pointed out at the beginning of this great segment. So we continue to pray, but we also continue to work. No one uh, in New Hampshire or no one in South Carolina, no one in Nevada, no one in any of these states should take anything for granted. Yes, it's good that Ron DeSantis stepped aside. Uh, yes, it's good that he grudgingly endorsed uh, the president, uh, but uh, we, that doesn't mean this is over. Nikki Haley uh, is evil. 
Uh, she's controlled by the cabal that controls Joe Biden. They're the same donors. They're the same uh, uh, globalists. And for people that don't know, and I've had all the experts on, but just boil it down in like a minute or two. Yeah, they've got dead people that vote. Yeah, they've got illegals that vote. Yeah, they've got people moved out of districts and they vote in their names. But we know that they run out of bullets with landslides. That's why That's why we've got to have, no, no, we should not, oh, we're winning and just go to sleep. We've got to have a maximum landslide. Well, we did this excellent space uh, last Sunday, I guess it was. You and I, Jack Posobiec from Hubert Events, General Mike Flynn. It was one of the greatest spaces. I don't do many of them. I do very, very few of them. But this is a point General Flynn made over and over again. Uh, voter turnout has not been, it's been anemic, even even in some of the most important recent elections. It's just been anemic. Every single person who thinks like we do, every single person who loves America, wants to save this country, can take nothing for granted. Not only do you have to get out, but you have to get every member of your family out and your circle of friends. Uh, yesterday, I was in the dry cleaner yesterday, and I met a very nice young African-American woman. She told me she didn't vote four years ago, three years ago. Uh, but she said she's certainly voting this time and so is everyone in her family because the economy is so bad, because her life is so bad, so difficult under Joe Biden. That's a real sea change, Alex. That's That shows you that's happening, I'm convinced, across this country. Incredible. All right, you're on Tim Pool's show tomorrow. What time is that and what are you going to be covering? Uh, you know, I, I can't even answer the question yet. I don't know what we're going to talk about yet. I'm privileged to be on. Uh, but it's on tomorrow evening, so look for that. Uh, I've never been on with him before. I like him very much. I really like his show. I'm honored to be invited. Should be great. All right, Roger. Uh, StoneZone.com. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Alex. God bless you, and have a great Sunday. What's left, what's left of it? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, powerful first hour. Uh, I'm going to go to break in a few minutes, start the next hour. And when I tell you we're winning, folks, I've been on here 30 years in April. 29 plus years, and it was nothing but negative, 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 negative. Just like Winston Churchill at the start of World War II. But I promise victory if people were strong. We are completely turning the tables right now, but I would not be surprised if we wake up next week and a nuke goes off and they blame it on somebody. I mean, I'm just telling you, they're not going to give up easy. So, But we're not going out without a fight. So, hey, yeah, you're going to pull something, a race war, a bio-release, a nuclear war. Hey, we're, whatever, just as we done, may the heavens fall. We are moving forward against your operations, period. And I've got dozens of clips here, but we're going to get into the next hour. You know, if I work hard, if I, if I shut up and don't give too much commentary on these, I could probably get to most of these. But Davos is in full crap their pants mode. You heard Roger talking to his sources that were at Davos and these guys do run stuff. Okay. And they are the most, anybody that knows them, they can be worth $5 billion. They never tip. They're rude to everyone. They're, they're just, they're psychopaths. They have no empathy. They're, they're, they're the worst people on earth. But they wrap themselves in a liberal, you know, gold foil to look like they're good people. They're not. So we're going to go to the clips of them in full crap their pants mode. But separately, well, what's wrong with world government? Well, of course we're going to have a digital currency and make you take shots and make you eat bugs. I mean, they, they, they said it all again. The clips are insane. Absolutely redonkulous. That is coming up next hour. Uh, listen, I need your help. I mean, have we not delivered? It's, it's like in Gladiator. When he first is a gladiator, he kills like four guys in 20 seconds. He says, are you not entertained? I, I mean, are, 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 are you not getting what you want? 
Because, I mean, I eat, drink, and sleep this. I'm up against the New World Order, and all I need is your support. All I need is your word of mouth, your prayer, your financial support, and I sell you stuff that's the highest rated, the best, because I treat you like I want to be treated. I believe in mojo, karma, reap what you sow, folks, and you need to go to InfoWarsStore.com. You need to make the decision to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get incredible products. We have the supercharged special right now, despite the fact that both these best-selling products are selling out. DNA Force Plus and Real Red Pill Plus are both selling out, but despite that, they're 50% off as a combo. The supercharged special at InfoWarsStore.com or 40% off individually. You're like, well, if you're going to sell out and not have more for months, why are you doing it? Because we need the funds now. That's how serious this is. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com. And while you're there, it's about to sell out, but it's okay. We did a limited run. Now that it's going to sell out, we can order a bigger, bigger order of it. We're building back to be able to, you know, not just stay the same, but expand in the enemy's face. That's up to you, though. You have to make the decision to say, has InfoWars delivered? Is InfoWars on the air seven days a week? Is Jones wild? Is he dedicated? Has he told us the truth? The answer is, I've died trying. I ain't perfect, man. If I'm lying, I'm dying. I'm all about what is the most accurate? What is the most cutting edge? What is, who do I have on people that predict the future that are accurate? You can get next level foundational energy. Next level foundational energy that supercharges your cells, take an hour to explain it, but this takes folic acid and puts it into the pure form of methylfolate that is the essence of your cells. And it's got the big complex to supercharge it. Next Level Foundational Energy, InfoWarsStore.com. Please get a fundraiser copy of my book, Signed or Unsigned, The Great Awakening as well, at InfoWarsStore.com. The ball is in your court. Hour number two starts now. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. One of the most frustrating things about being awake to the globalist agenda is seeing the general public still asleep. By and large, not aware of the magnitude of the incredible danger they're under, but also the ongoing attacks and the magnitude of the death caused by the lethal injections, masquerading vaccines. It is so frustrating to see people going about their daily lives oblivious, and you realize ignorance is not bliss, it equals death. But people are starting to really understand how serious things are, and that's that's a hard thing to do because to wake up to a dystopic reality and realize that we're in the middle of a giant biological weapons war against humanity and that there's mass sterilization that's already taken place and they're cutting off all the major energy sources is really hard to deal with, but it's the reality. Facing it is our only chance to turn this around because stuff's about to get really, really nasty. Infowars.com. 
If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. As leaders in government, business and society, we bear a particular responsibility to rebuild trust in how we assume our own role as trustees. Hidden behind the lost attempt to rebuild trust for the Davos 2024 attendees' sugar-coated totalitarian strategy for world domination is a panicked roach nest of sociopaths partaking in treason, drugs, high-end prostitutes, and delusions of grandeur. Are you worried that if all the details come out about the Epstein trial, that your boss might get into legal trouble like Prince Andrew did or some of the others on the list? And it must have been bad for Melinda to divorce him over Epstein. I mean, that's what Melinda Gates said, because he wouldn't stop visiting Epstein. He was evil personified. I had nightmares about it afterwards. I mean, how can you work for a guy like that? Treason, not trust, seemed to be the actual theme at this year's Davos. We are on the way to a new order, so we are between orders. What are we able to keep? on the positive side from the old order to bring into a new world order. At the heart of it will be many of the core principles and core institutions of the existing order. It's absolutely critical that we accelerate. I don't want this, obviously, but if you wound up with a different president who was opposed to climate crisis, I got news for you. No one politician anywhere in the world can undo what is happening now. The marketplace is doing this. Many of these so-called righteous saviors of humanity chose to stick their nose up at the thought of addressing the peasants when confronted by journalists asking basic questions. I want to ask about McKinsey and those huge contracts you guys got from the Canadian government after meeting with Christian Freeland. Oh, don't run away. Don't run away. Why don't you want to talk about your contract with Canadian taxpayers? I mean, surely you believe in transparency. What are your plans going forward? Uh, not going to talk Just about it right now here. Are you pulling back from it the same way BlackRock is? N no. And... Why don't we just set this up formally? But no, we're not pulling back from it. Are you worried about misinformation and disinformation? That's been a big uh, focus of the World Economic Forum this year. Do you agree with that? You don't have enough credentials to go up there, apparently. But what about the forcible nature that so many people were forced to take the jab or lose their job? Uh, well, what I'd like to actually uh, just say within this is that uh, uh, we're certainly proud of the efforts that collectively that the healthcare sector made. Right, and I know that, and I'm and, not disputing that. But I think that if you'd like to discuss any of this further, that you can certainly be in contact with our uh, media relations group, and they'd be happy to get in touch with you on it, okay? I don't think they would be happy to get in touch with me. I'm asking you about the forcible nature, that if people didn't, if they weren't forced to take your medicine against their will, they'd be fired. I need to go on this, but what I would say is, is that all of this comes down to local decisions that are made by countries. Local decisions? I think you profited by it. Dr. Tedros, how, how, how are you doing? Um, do you think you did well in uh, COVID and if you're going to do as well in Disease X? What, 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 what is Disease X? Mr. Tedros, what is Disease X? And when is China going to release it? Uh, the number one issue that, that Klaus Schwab says is the goal for the WEF is to combat misinformation and disinformation. Is that important to Meta? I'm heading to my booth. 
This is not an interview. How come Facebook is censoring the Internet? Is it your plan to interfere with the 2024 election? Sorry, I'm not here to the press. The Davos attendees of 2024 need to calm the f*** down. The overselling of an imminent nightmare future is really pissing huge populations of Team Humanity off. What's to stop the hundreds of millions of us from holding a confab of our own aimed at arresting these proponents of a genocidal new world order? 53 years after the WEF was founded, they have 75 million children working in their supply chains. The problem is that many of these companies have business models that have actually increased misery, hunger, malnutrition, and child labor. The kind of person who will come into the next conservative administration is going to be governed by one principle, and that is destroying the grasp that political elites and unelected technocrats have over the average person. We're going to change instead of using a needle to use a little patch. Uh, so the pandemic really highlighted that we've been under... Bodies is back. The ultimate turmeric product on the market has returned to InfoWarsStore.com and is now 25% off for a limited time. Utilized for thousands of years, turmeric is one of the most studied medicinal herbs today. Hundreds of peer-reviewed scientific articles are published every year on the chemistry and therapeutic potential of turmeric and its active components. Bodies will reduce inflammation throughout the body, help boost and support flexibility, increase mobility, assist in joint function, bolster your immune system, and so much more. Regular turmeric from the store contains about 1-5% to of the active ingredient curcuminoids, but our super powerful extract using Bodies contains over 95% of the active ingredients in turmeric. No other product can compare with this curcuminoid delivery system, so if you want to put the true power of turmeric to the test, then look no further. Grab yourself a bottle today for 25% off at M4Store.com and put your body at ease. Waging war on corruption. All right, you are go. It's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the info war. That is the New World Order is being spotlighted and the lights aren't turning off. Their arrogance and their hubris is what's blinded them. Now, they learn what comes after the light. Their annihilation. They're not going to get in the way of our prosperity and our future. They've identified themselves as the people standing in the way of our very lives. I have a stack of news on the poison shots causing record cancer cases and a drop in life expectancy. I have the journalist who tried to cancel Novak Djokovic for being unvaccinated died suddenly at Australian Open while Djokovic was playing and won. You can't make this up. We're going to hit all of this in the next hour and how to counter the left woke mob. Dana White of the UFC shows us how it's done. But let me recap what I said at the beginning of the last hour and then drill into the actual evidence for you. The globalists are all over the place. So many clips, I can't play them all. I'm about to play a bunch. 
saying, we're losing, the world's awake to us, everybody hates us now. And I'm going to say this again before I get into all this. Like three years ago, I was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and two days after I was on, they had national headlines saying, Joe Rogan needs to be censored. He lied and said that Bill Gates, he let Alex Jones lie and say that Bill Gates admitted 80% of people that took the Pfizer shot right when it was first coming out got sick with serious adverse reactions. He went on CBS News and said it. So Joe called me and he said, hey, you played that clip. You talked about it. Send me that clip. It's like at 8 a.m. in the morning. I sent it to him. He goes out on Instagram. It gets like, I forget, 50 million views or something. And Joe said, here's the national news saying I lied. Here's Bill Gates saying it. National news. Bill Gates did not say 80% of those they tested the Pfizer shot on got sick. Here's Bill Gates saying it. Now, there were hundreds of thousands of comments. I, I, I got addicted to it for like a week. I read sometimes three hours a day and could not find a comment for Bill Gates. They were all super smart, on target, exposing him. That's on Instagram. And I've seen that play out, sometimes with a million views, sometimes with 20 million views, sometimes with 5 million views, sometimes with 60 million views. Videos of them, you will eat the bugs, you will own nothings and like it, we will put the microchips in you. They get up and say this. I've got new clips of them saying it this week at Davos, a bunch of these. Look, there's a whole stack of them. Each one of these articles... Each one of these pieces of paper is just a printout of the video, so I remember to get to it. I mean, look at this. Look how many of these there are. They're all, I, mean, I could talk for a whole hour on one of these. The Queen of the Netherlands says we're going to bring in a world ID to forcibly inject you. I'm going to play that video in a moment. I mean, it, it's all sensational, and it's in the UN Treaty. But people hear me say, oh, it's in a UN Treaty, and I, I show you the treaty neurotically every week and show you the subsections and have experts on. But when you hear the queen, one of the richest families in the world, they're so rich you never hear about them, she surfaces to say she wants control of your body. They're all a bunch of eugenicists. Their whole damn family, Prince Bernhard, all of them. They're disgusting people. Selfishness is their name. So, that's what I want you to know is, at least if we're all going down, there's a good chance to turn this around, but at least if we're all going down, they're going down with us. They can build all their bunkers. They can try to trigger all their race wars and distractions. They can try to stage their false flags. But at the end of the day, everything we've worked for, for 29 years, at least on this show, Thanks to all of you spreading the word. You know you did it. You get the credit. They are now in complete panic mode. I mean, I got Politico, Wall Street Journal, New York Times right here. I mean, I can read this whole article on there. It's incredible. Go see it for yourself. Population. Populism keeps rattling the globe. Elite. What to do? And it goes on to say, no one trusts them. No one likes them. Everyone hates them. Everyone's turning against them. There's, uh, uh, think so? Think you get a hundred thousand comments on one of your videos and I can't find one person for you? Think that might be a vote that you should go away 
and stop cutting off the fertilizer and, 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 and culling the cows and from Sri Lanka to the Netherlands? The queen of the Netherlands, filthy rich off her people, the second biggest food producers in the world, the best farmers, they are already telling them, oh, by 2030, 90% of your cows will be dead. They just ordered 30% of them killed and sent the military in to do it. Why the hell would you do that? Oh, because the cows fart. No, it's war to, to to literally starve people and create a global crisis, an angrier world, Klaus Schwab talks about, so we accept their new global government and digital currency and universal basic income based on a social credit score. But if we know they did it and we know they're the villains, then they get destroyed out of the crisis they create that's meant to be aimed at us. Think French Revolution. That was a copy of ours that didn't go well. It was kill the royalty, kill the ultra-rich, but then it soon spilt into the general public. And then you got a dictator out of it, Napoleon Bonaparte. George Washington refused to be a dictator. King England called him the greatest man in the world of that day. Said, said George Washington is the greatest man alive in the world today. Because he beat the British, then refused to be part of the French Revolution, upheld his agreements, and then stepped down and was not king after he served two terms. And the King of England said, he's the greatest living man in the world. Because he just seized the most powerful sector of the British Empire, and, and they wanted to make him king. He said, I want to go back to my farm. I didn't do this to be a king. I did this to give power to the people. So that same fight that was happening 250-something years ago is happening now in our hearts and minds. And you have the Queen of the Netherlands. Her name is like four feet long. It's like Maximinus Supremus Andromedus Oquinus. I mean, I, I got the full name here. I'm, I'm not joking. I mean, you, you give yourself a break, man. And then she's there having her, her people that she lives off of cut the food off of the world. What a what a creep, Maximina of the Netherlands. Oh, and she loves the immigrants. She loves the open borders. She loves waging war against her people. These are disgusting predators, ladies and gentlemen. So the big news is they're in full panic mode. So I've got dozens of clips. Which one should we begin with first? Well, let's show you Fox News of all places. Jesse Waters on how Davos elites want to read your brain. And this is an important little 48-second clip, but remember what we did about three weeks ago? I forgot to tell the crew to pull this back up. They had a Davos group meeting a month ago where they put on the whole display and say, oh, sooner want to wear an ear set that tracks your brain and your boss will track what you're doing and make sure you're behaving. And then in the computer, the AI will tell you how to behave. That's mind control. That's a lot worse than a leash that a that a liberal me- member of the media asked Dana White, like, boy, you got a long leash on your 
on your fighters. He goes, they have free speech. I don't own them. They're free agents. Forget a long leash. This is a digital mind control device that claims it knows your brainwaves and then tells you how to behave in live time. These neuro-hacking headphones use AI to track your brain signals to help you stay productive. Euronews.next. We showed that super creepy video like three weeks ago. Find it and give me a note for tomorrow. I don't, I don't have time to get to it today, but, I, but, 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 but like Waters is great, but you know, he just shows them this week saying, Oh, we're soon going to mind control you and it's going to be so great. Then I got the Wall Street Journal editor saying, we used to control everybody's minds, but now we don't. So we've just got to bring in even greater censorship. I mean, it, it's like you wonder why we don't like you. We'll own nothing, have nothing, eat bugs. You'll get rid of our families, implode the third world, ship them here, put them in charge. I mean, it's like you guys are nasty. So let's play uh, Jesse Waters talking about this. Here it is. So, you know what just would make everything much easier? If we just stop resisting and submit to mind control. Bringing the kinds of sensors that people have become accustomed to, such as rings and in watches, into everyday devices, but it breaches the final frontier of privacy, that is, what people are thinking and feeling. Initially, what they will be capable of doing is very high-level brain state reading. Things like, are you tired? Are you paying attention? Is your mind wandering? Are you happy or sad? Um, they maybe enable interaction like up, down, left, right. So slap some sensors on your forehead and let Davos read your thoughts. And if we're angry at Davos, up, down, left, right, now we're mellow. Don't you see? These are well-intentioned people. I can play Klaus Schwab six years ago on French TV. Soon we will have chips in your brains and control you all be so good. Here is Queen Maximina of the Netherlands, talking about what the digital ID is good for. And this is in the official treaty, but here she is, a non-threatening lady. I just want you to have this ID so I can stick in your body what I want when we get rid of you. Here it is. Why? Because in order to open an account, you need to have an ID. Right. And um, I have to say that when we when I started this job, there were actually very little countries in Africa or Latin America that had one ubiquitous type of ID, and certainly that it was digital, and certainly that it was biometric. And now we've really worked with all our partners to actually help that being, uh, um, I mean, to grow this. And the interesting part of it is that, you know, yes, it is very necessary for financial services, but not only. So, you know, it's also good for school enrollment. It's also good for health who actually got a vaccination or not. Uh, it's, it's very good to actually to get your subsidies, you know, from the government. So this has not only effect to the financial services. It's a very important issue. Oh, yes, because she wants to give the brown people special shots. Debo Salidas says climate transition not possible without global coordinated carbon taxes through a world ID. This is Saudi Arabia's finance minister, Mohammed Al-Jadan. Here he is. There's no realistic solution to the climate transition that does not involve a globally coordinated system of carbon taxes. There's no realistic or fair solution that does not involve a globally coordinated system of carbon taxes. And Ngozi at the WTO is coordinating this with several other international organizations 
It's still early days. There's a perception that it's unjust, it's unfair, it'll lead to inflation. In fact, quite the contrary. If we don't do this, the countries that will suffer most ultimately are the developing countries. They're going to be the worst affected by climate change. If we don't do this, it's communities that will suffer the most. What we need is a system of carbon taxes coupled with subsidies for vulnerable households and a stream of funding for the developing world to allow them to engage in investments in mitigation and adaptation that allows them to keep growing. And that's a real opportunity. It's a fair solution and it's the only realistic solution. And we can't keep ducking it. That's Build Back Better. Shut off your resources and then give you a universal basic income where we put shots in your body and make you eat bug protein and track everything you do. Yeah, eugenics, death, euthanasia. Uh, let's play uh, Emma Tucker, the Wall Street Journal editor. We are the gatekeepers, very much owned the facts, but you don't anymore, which here she is. If you go back really not, not that long ago, as I say, we kind of, we owned the news. We were the gatekeepers and we very much owned the facts as well. If it said it in the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, then that was a fact. Nowadays, people can go to all sorts of different sources for the news and they're much more questioning about what we're saying. So it's no longer good enough for us just to say, this is what happened or here's, here's, this is the news. We have to explain our, almost like explain our working. So readers expect to understand how we source stories. They want to know um, uh, how we go about getting stories. They, we have to sort of lift the bonnet, as it were, and in a way that newspapers, you know, aren't used to doing and explain to people what we're doing. We need to be much more transparent about how we go about collecting the news. <laughs> when you tell us two men can have a baby or men can dominate women's sports or their WMDs in Iraq or open borders are good or Christians are bad and devil worship is good, or censorship is good, Wall Street Journal, that supported Mighty Platforming. Oh, need to lift the bonnet. Too late, which Here's Borg Brende, president of the WF, and Jake Sullivan talk about the New World Order. That order seems to know, know, uh, not be uh, the order anymore. We are on the way to a new order, so we are between orders. Um do you agree with that or are there ways of uh, what are we able to keep on the positive side from the old order to bring into a new world order and how can we avoid that that new world order uh, becomes like a jungle growing back and we rather uh, have an order based on international law and the principles that have brought us prosperity and uh, freedom uh, for decades. I guess, and maybe this is the the old um, kind of teacher in me coming out, I think of this a little bit more about a transition of eras rather than a transition of orders, but the two are kind of cousins of one another. The reason I draw the distinction is because I don't think the international order built after 1945 is getting replaced wholesale with some new order. Um, it will obviously evolve as it, as it has evolved multiple times over the decades since 1945. But I do think in a, in a more sharp and distinctive way, we are moving into a new era. And that's what I talked about in my remarks, that we are, you know, the post-Cold War era has come to a close. 
We're at the start of something new. We have the capacity to shape what that looks like. And at the heart of it will be many of the core principles and core institutions of the existing order adapted uh, for the challenges that we face today. All right, here's the World Trade Organization director explaining how they're going to make it better now. We're going to love the New World Order. They're going to rape us harder. Here's the clip. We need to think of globalization not in the way it was done before, but differently. And we need to make sure that those who did not benefit during the first round benefit this time. The reason globalization got a bad name is some poor people in rich countries were left out and poor countries or developing countries were at the margin. We don't want to repeat in the new paradigm the same story where in diversifying supply chains and rejigging the way we do business and building resilience, we leave out a set of countries. When you hear build-in resilience, that means they're cutting off the energy, the power, the small businesses, consolidating control. 30 years ago, one-tenth of 1% controlled half the wealth. It's not the 1%. It's it's a fraction of 1%. Now they control over 80. Oh, but they promise you if you just eat the bugs and live in a 200-square-foot coffin apartment, things are going to get a lot better. Now let's hear from Alexander Soros, who literally is an Aleister Crowley follower. Look him up. He does Aleister Crowley rituals and puts it out on the Internet. He controls his father's criminal fortune of looting pension funds and destroying countries' futures, and it goes all back to Nazi collaborating. Here he is gibbering, saying Trump is destroying democracy because people can vote for who they want and and that the unwritten checks and balances aren't there. Well, we have a separation of powers, and, 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 and it's what the globalists are doing is getting rid of our nation's checks and balances that's causing the tyranny. So everything he says, if you can even make any of it out, is the opposite of reality. Of course, because a little devil like him cannot tell any truth. This is the little monster that wants to control your life. Here he is. ...selves to actually create a narrative that inspires people to vote and to believe uh, you know, in, um, uh, in, uh, in democracy and in democratic, um, institutions. And on the institutional part, I think that we can talk about, uh, institutions as these abstract things, but institutions are also about people. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, um, you know, we just heard this, this, this point about untrustworthy people, and we talked about things in the United States like, you know, like, um, checks and balances, which aren't written anywhere, but are customs. And one man, Donald Trump literally came in and just took that, you know, took that, took that all away. Um, you know, so, um, you know, so, um, you know, but when I see this, you know, when I look at this, um, you know, um, you know, uh, more globally regarding, regarding, you know, regarding democracy, I also say to myself, when was this great time that everybody got along so well and, you know, things were going so, so great? I mean, I think, you know, um, um, you know, the, um, you know, I think that we really have to be careful here in, you know, in this nostalgia, uh, for a time, uh, you know, for a time past because a lot of the reactions we're seeing in society are actually reactions to positive, uh, to positive things like, you know, like equality, uh, for women, um, you know, uh, and, um, uh, you know, and greater diversity, uh, which come with backlash. Every statistic shows women are more unhappy than they've ever been. 
We have higher infant mortality. Our standard of living's dropping. Our life expectancy's dropping. Oh, but they package it all. It's for minorities and women. It's so great to have crime in the streets and death destruction. What does it have to do with old white men? It's a bunch of old white men that mainly run this whole operation. They hide their corporate looting in a bunch of liberal epitaphs and black national anthems at the NFL. So you tune in, you think that's the only politics. Instead of our rights and our freedom and our capacity to live in a free market system and have access to cheap energy, they're artificially making things hellish to make us capitulate to their control. He says, hey, who cares that everybody's mad at us? We're empowering women. Yeah, right you are. What do you know about women, Soros? Not much. All right, we'll be right back on the other side. I'll talk about the path to victory, how to stand up to these tyrants. Dana White had some really powerful things to say. That's coming up. Please stay with us for the balance of the transmission. And then Harrison Smith takes over in about 30 minutes. Have you tried taking the real red pill? A one-of-a-kind heart and brain formula designed exclusively for InfoWarsStore.com. One of the most powerful ingredients in Real Red Pill Plus is pregnanolone. Pregnanolone levels decrease with age, and low levels are associated with fatigue, low brain function, and unhealthy aging. The Real Red Pill Plus also provides essential trace minerals, such as vitamin B12, calcium, copper, and zinc. Inc. Featuring naturally occurring L-theanine, caffeine, and theobromine, the energy blend inside the Real Red Pill Plus provides an extra pick-me-up for your day that goes beyond the second cup of coffee. So visit InfoWarsStore.com, go down the rabbit hole, and try taking the Real Red Pill. Now 25% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. I'm not on Team NFL. I'm not on Team NBA. I'm not on Team Olympics. I'm not on Team Globalist or wokeism in the New World Order. I'm on Team Humanity, ladies and gentlemen, that loves God and loves our families and loves humanity and knows that we're destined to do even more incredible things than we've already done together. And so, inspired by my conversation with Elon Musk recently, where he agreed with my idea to call it Team Humanity, we've launched two limited edition t-shirts at InfoWarsStore.com. Let people know that, hey, it isn't about the football games or it isn't even about the UFC. It's about Team Humanity being under globalist attack. You can... 
wear it. It's a great conversation starter, and you know it's supporting the info war that is at the very tip of the spear in the fight for Team Humanity. Get your limited edition Team Humanity t-shirts right now at InfoWarsStore.com, and I thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's happening. Two years in the making, and we didn't plan it like this because we didn't know, to release Alex Jones' New World Order Wars that's all about fighting Epstein and Clinton and Hillary and the deep state and the pedo rings. Whole levels just dealing with that because that's the truth of how they operate. And now the game went on Steam, the biggest online platform of video games in the world. 150 million users a week and it already shot to number one. So find the link to Steam at alexjonesgame.com or search Alex Jones' New World Order Wars at Steam and get it for yourself. It's got an incredible 97% reviews. We'll put the link to Steam on screen and to alexjonesgame.com. Get it. We are taking back the culture. We are taking things back. This will fund the info war going into the election in the next 10 months. The only way we fail is if we don't take action. Get New World Order Wars by Alex Jones now. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. The Sentinel. Defending the Republic from enemies, foreign and domestic. It's Alex Jones. Every time I... From Austin, Texas. Broadcasting worldwide. From the Infowars.com studios. Every time I hear this song, I think about the showdown with the globalists. We're about to hit the keys to victory, and that's not giving a damn and telling the truth and not bowing to these people. They want to keep us on a literal leash. Crank it up for a minute. signed on to this, at least in this life, I'd be condemned to hell. But in the end, globalists, you go down. See, I knew what I was signing up for. You didn't, did you? And that's where you miscalculated. Let's go back to that great AI footage for a minute. Sworn! Condemned to hell! Back to the news, ladies and gentlemen. When you come to the point of understanding 
that submission to these tyrants is a fate worse than death. When you realize they are the scum of the earth who don't love humanity, who don't like prosperity, and who hate you, then you must come to the realization, ladies and gentlemen, that it is your right, it is your duty, it is your destiny to throw off the chains of their bondage. I'm going to get to victory here in a moment. There's a few more seconds of the song. Facing one another. Now facing one another. We stand up each of time. Then all at once, a silence falls as the bell ceases its chime. Upon the line, the challengers with shrieks and cries rush forth. The knives fly out like bullets upon their deadly course. Screams of pain and agony rent the silent air. Amidst the dying bodies, blood runs everywhere. The figure stands expressionless, impassive and alone. Unmoved by this victory and the seeds of death, is kill tyranny, not people. We're here to kill ideas. We're here to empower the species. This is Christ marched into hell to get the keys to death and hell. We have conquered hell through Christ. Yes, we have the knowledge of good and evil. We choose good. That is the journey. All right, that's enough. That's my analysis of that great song. Let's get the next break coming up. Let's talk about solutions. Look, times um, Joe Rogan to meet Dana White many, many years ago. Great guy, real guy, salt the earth, created UFC on his own, and. He was the first guy, other than like Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, who got arrested for not closing a church three and a half, four years ago, almost four years ago now, to come out and say, we're bringing back the UFC. We don't care about the threats of lawsuits. We don't care about the lies. This is in the middle of the lockdowns and control. He said, screw you. And now he's got the fighters that are just free agents. And the UFC's on fire against the New World Order. Saying, we don't stand with your political correctness. And so recently, Sean Strickland, the mid middleweight, heavyweight, middleweight champion, has just come out, he's a Canadian, and he's attacking Trudeau, the tyrant, all the rest of it. And when, and when the reporters get up there to attack him and act like he's supposed to battle political correctness, he says, screw you. And then they go to Dana White yesterday. And they say, boy, you got your reporters on a long leash, not knowing how archetypal that is, not knowing how powerful that statement is. You've got your fighters on a leash. Well, they're not his fighters. It's his promotion. It's his arena. It's his event. But these are independent free agents, unlike corrupt boxing, which is a great sport, but 
is so controlled. It's like, no, if you're in this, you get in this, you're, you're, you're a free agent. And he goes, Hey, I don't put people on leashes. Like, I don't want to attack Robert F. Kennedy Jr., but his wife did a big Vanity Fair piece, a big profile, and she says, I don't let my husband go on Alex Jones or Steve Bannon as if we need Robert F. Kennedy Jr. to be on here to be important. But I like a lot of what he does. I've, I've got to support the good things he's done, glyphosates, vaccines, you name it. But she said, I, I tell my husband, don't go ahead and show. And, and, you know, I'd actually heard this already, and I'll leave it at that. When RFK was in town six months ago or so. And it's just like, wow, we're not going to vote for you if your wife's going to be the president. I mean, is Larry David's fictional wife the real president if we elect you? But it's not about that. It's about me and my wife decide what to do with the house and life or trips or, in, you know, living or children. But, I mean, I don't tell my wife, oh, you can't talk to that person. She doesn't tell me, hey, honey, you can't interview that person. My wife doesn't even think about, like, telling me, like, who I'm supposed to interview. I mean, what planet is that? Can you imagine a world where you're, like, watching what your spouse does and telling them what to do all day? That sounds like a wrecked marriage to me. But it came out that she made people be vaccinated to come to their house. So I, I can't support RFK Jr. anymore. Because she, she made those statements. She said, I control my husband and I tell him what to do and he follows my orders. And I guess he thinks that's cute. I, I guess he thinks that's funny. And by the way, it's not about men or women being a dominant position. It, it, it's, I mean, imagine if he said, I tell my wife everything to do. I would think that's a little creepy, you know, but we're not voting for her. We're voting for him. So it's even worse because we want him to be this leader. And then he's saying, she tells me what to do. Some Hollywood actress? It looks like she's had more Botox than, uh, nothing against her, I'm just saying, than uh, John Kerry? No, it's disgusting. And it's just, you can't get any good out of Hollywood. The whole thing is just a trash pile. But, but I'm digressing off a rabbit trail on our RFK Jr. Here's Dana White. He's just so strong. He's so, so forceful, so real, self-made guy from Connecticut with nothing, went and created something as big as the NFL, and he's there saying, we're going to reopen when everything else is closed the year before everything opens. Screw you. And he and he just looks at him and says, yeah, you need to stop now. We don't have leashes on people. Look, look, look how the statement of slavery is right there. They expose themselves. Oh, your leashes are long. I know Dana was being honest with said, the only leash is their contract, what they can wear on their jersey. Because they get their money and they can have outside sponsors, but he makes them have their the sponsors, the UFC. Only only he says, hey, you get in our octagon, you're going to be pushing our product. Other than that, you can say whatever you want in the real world, because if you take somebody else's right to say what they want, you've just taken your right. And that's a fundamental basic thing. So what I'm talking about here is calling the bluff of the control freaks. I mean, look, I, I've been guilty of this, not bowing to not bowing to censorship, but just, you know, I've been on air almost 30 years, and, and, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to be mean to this group. I don't want to be mean to that group. I'm sure I'll say nice things, but they want you to do that so then they can tie to their political control. 
You've got to steadfastly, I've got to steadfastly understand that First Amendment is the First Amendment because it comes first. It's king. Doesn't matter how many guns you got or how much property you got or whatever it is, if you don't have your speech, you ain't got free will. You don't have jack. And so the way to look at these little nasty reporters that come up from the establishment say, oh, you're being really mean to the trans people, oh, the gay people, oh, you're being really mean. You're letting them, when we ask them about stuff, say what they want. You need to control them. That's a cult. That's the danger. And that's BlackRock saying, oh, the people care about black people and gays. Well, we'll just get our whole agenda of world government eating bugs and open borders and carbon taxes and cutting off the power and 200-square-foot carpet apartments. We'll just tie it to a black spokesperson. Or we'll make the head of the World Economic Forum or the World Trade Organization a black African woman. And it's like, well, it's a black African woman. We better do whatever she says because, you know, we're not against black African women. So let the IMF and World Bank have slave mines in Africa. It's all a gimmick. It's a cheap trick. It's a scam. And so Dana White knows exactly how to counter them. But again, they don't even know their own words. You've got your people on too long a leash. He's like, there ain't no leash, dumbass. All you Satanists all day claim you're for free will. But every time Satanists get control, I'll be covering this tomorrow. They got a bunch of new TV shows and movies out about how Satan loves you and Satan's going to give you freedom and Satan's going to give you free will and Satan's going to give you your free speech. Don't have time tonight, but I've got it right here in the stack. And of course, it's a damn lie. It's the knowledge of good and evil. Adam and Eve, the archetype, have not been exposed to scams yet. They had free will, but they were pure in their goodness, and they were given the virus of corruption and how it operates. And it always seeks to take free will. That's how it operates, but I'm getting esoteric here. Here is Dana White, shuts down, woke reporter, free speech, people can say whatever they want. Here it is. About like you obviously give a long leash to your fighters about, you know, what they can say when they are up there with a UFC microphone and you are getting into territory of homophobia, transphobia. Like, is there... I don't give anybody a leash. Well, I'm saying you... A leash? I'm... St- like Free speech. When... Control what people say. Going to tell people what to believe. Going to tell people... I don't f- tell any other human being what to say, what to think, and there's no leashes. On any of them. What is your question? I was asking that question. I'll move on, though. Yeah, uh, probably a good idea. You just, that's ridiculous to say I give somebody a leash. Free speech, brother. People can say whatever they want, and they can believe whatever they want. Yeah, you're a big boy. You're tuning into a show where real men get in a cage and beat each other, which we have a right to do, which, by the way, only makes us stronger. That which doesn't kill you makes you stronger. It's adult men. You're watching. It's it's a celebration of human power. They're gladiators. And and then you're saying they can't say what they think. You're the slave master. 
I thought the devil gave us free speech. I thought the devil gave us all this free will. No, you don't. You give us weakness and death. Here's Sean Strickland knocking it out of the park. That's what the reporter's bringing up. The guy that's on too long a leash. No, bitch. He ain't on a leash. And I'm not either. Uh, we've got a pretty supportive gay and lesbian yeah. community in this city. I did want to ask you about something you wrote a couple of years ago. You said, if I had a gay son, I would think I'd... Oh, look, another, another, I'm saying to you, the swamp, you guys, the swamp. You become a champion, you become a star, and then someone says... Let me ask you something. Are you, are you, are you gay? No, are you, are you, let me know, are you gay? Can I hear, can I get an answer? Well, no, I'm asking, I'm, this is the part of the, are you, are you a gay man? I'm an ally of the community. Okay. If you had a son and he was like, you know, you had a son, he was gay, you'd be like, oh man, you don't, you don't want a grandkid? No problem with it. Oh man, well, dude, you're a weak man, dude. You're like, you're part of the problem. You elected Justin Trudeau. Like, would you, when he sees the bank accounts, like, you're just pathetic. And, and the fact that, the fact that you have no backbone and, and has he shut down your country and seized bank accounts, you ask me some stupid shit like that, go yourself. Move the on, man. Really, that doesn't really answer the question, but I did want to ask also things you said about the trans community. You said uh, this past October when they announced the Bud Light sponsorship that you'd go so hard on Bud Light in your next fight, they'll have to accept me or denounce me when uh, when they know what and will know what they stand for. Are you this guy's like, hey, this Canadian's not that Canadian. Are you still going to use your fight time to kind of speak on that? Here's the thing about Bud Light. Here's the thing about Bud Light. Ten years ago, to be trans was a what a mental illness and now all of a sudden people like you have weaseled your way in the world you are you are an infection you are the definition of weakness everything that is wrong with the world is because of you and the best thing is is the world's not buying it the world's not buying your bullshit your peddling the world is not saying you know what you're right chicks have the world's not saying that. World's saying no. There are two genders. I don't want my kids being taught about, you know, who they could fuck in school. I don't want my kids being taught about, you know, their sexual preference. Like, dude, this guy is the enemy. Uh, you want to look at the enemy to our world? It's that motherfucker right there. But when have you ever seen a UFC champion? George St. Pierre, anybody else, stick up for you guys. I do it. I do it. I am not chasing the Chinese check mark of Nike. I don't give up about that. I care about you guys. I care about you guys being free. I care about you guys having freedom of speech. I give a about you guys. And I'll tell you what, you guys are Awesome, and I cannot wait for this man to go to war for you guys. Let's go. And two updates. He's not the champion anymore. He lost last night. He's from California. My point was he's making a big deal about Canada when I said Canadian. But the point is, is that it's all about free speech, ladies and gentlemen. And if you don't have that, you have absolutely nothing. And... They don't care about the gay people or the trans people. That's just something they use to get you to accept you don't have speech so they can rob your bank account, cut off the pipelines, cut off the infrastructure, cut off 
the fertilizer and literally starve us to death so the queen of the Netherlands, one of the richest people in the world you never hear about, can get up there and lecture you all day. It is beyond disgusting. All right, I think we covered all that, and I think we made our points on that. But I've got some really important news to hit right now. Um, when I blow up on air and I get upset, it's because I have empathy. And back in the last days of Obama, there was a black lady driving around in D.C., and she drove into a military drill by the White House, and she got scared and turned her car around, and they shot her full of holes. Now, I heard a woman had been killed. And I said it was wrong. Because that could happen to me or you or our wives. And I had this outpouring of black support for months. Saying, oh, you're with us. Because it turned out she was black. I don't care if she was white or black. That woman, there's footage of it, got executed. It was wrong. And that's my point is they've all got us divided on what color we are. The new world order is raping all of our freedoms and all of our futures. And it doesn't matter what color you are. Look at this. Look at these headlines. Look at this. Cancer cases expected to hit record high in 24. What changed? The damn shots, which the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, in October of 2020, predicted. Pull up. I'm doing this in the last few minutes of the crew. They can pull it up quick, though. The FDA list of predicted bad effects or adverse reactions to the shots. They knew before it happened. They don't care if your mama's black. They don't care if your mama's white. Get it. Get, get it, folks. Get it. They're cutting all our pipelines off. They're cutting all our fertilizer off. They're dissolving our borders. They're dissolving our currency. They're attacking us all. They don't give a damn what color your mama is or your daddy or your grandpa or your granddaddy or your grandmother. They don't care. They want us divided while they screw us all over. That's so obvious. You don't need me to tell you that. Cancer is off the charts. Our life expectancies are plummeting. They're killing us. And Djokovic knows this. Novak Djokovic. The guy. Look at this. That literally attacked him and said he should be banned everywhere. Died at courtside. Covering him winning a match. When he called for him to be banned from tennis. Dropped dead. Journalist who tried to cancel Novak Djokovic for being unvaccinated dies suddenly at Australian Open. Can't make up the karma, folks. Can't make it up. And look at these. Look at these headlines. 
Crisis. Denver hospital caught injecting live Ebola vaccine in workers that sheds. Overwhelmed by illegals has racked up 136 million unpaid care. 2023 alone report. But don't worry, the feds will pay for it. And it goes on and on and on. Wow. So that's where we are. We're going to go to break. And the great Harrison Smith is going to come in here and host Sunday Live for two hours with calls, guest analysis. He always knocks out of the park. He hosts weekday mornings, 8 a.m. Central, American Journal. And my show's powerful, but Harrison does a great job. Owen Troyer does a fantastic job, 3 p.m. every day. And, and if you support us, we'll be 24 hours a day. We'll hire more hosts, more reporters, and we're so close, but we need your support. So go to InfoWarsStore.com and take advantage of the new specials we've got. We've got a Real Red Pill Plus, DNA Force Plus combo for 50% off. It's the Supercharged Special combo for 50% off, even though they're selling out. That's unprecedented. We've got other amazing products as well, like Next Level Foundational Energy. You listen to me. Just like my information is powerful, you need to try this. This isn't a stimulant, but it's the strongest stimulant I've ever taken. I can't even take it. It's too strong. It's too strong. This is what the cells eat. This is what most cells can't process properly. This is the folic acid broken down into cell food. This is methylfolate with the proper combination of vitamins to supercharge it. Next level foundational energy. Infowarstore.com. Or triple eight two five three three one three nine, and separately another great sponsor is my dad, Doctor Jones Naturals products. A lot of stuff you can't get at InfoWarsStore.com. Some stuff on the site you can't get here, but the Nano Silver Original Super Blue toothpaste not available for years. With the iodine, with the tree tree oil, Super Blue Nano Silver toothpaste now available again, limited supply at DrJonesNaturals.com. One word, drjonesnaturals.com. Just drjonesnaturals.com. Jonesnaturals.com. You can get it right there at drjonesnaturals.com. That's it. I'll be back at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Harrison taking over. The second American revolution is happening now right in front of you. And you're tuned into InfoWars because you're either looking for the truth or you're already a patriot. I'm asking you now to realize we are at the fulcrum, the crossroads in the fight for human destiny and human future. Please spread the word about the broadcast. Please buy great products at InfoWarsStore.com. And please pray for the transmission. Without you, we're going to fail. But if you simply take action and spread the word and pray for the broadcast and buy the products, you will continue to aid us together in our victory against these tyrants. But now is the time to make the decision. I know there's millions of forms of media out there and all this BS, and the globalists hope you get lost in all of it. But notice the globalists, the New World Order, are coming after us because they realize we've got their number. Think about it. InfoWars is the tip of the spear. Do you want to support the tip of the spear? That decision is up to you. Please support us now at InfoWars Store. You're going to want to pay attention to what I'm about to say in the next 60 seconds. Two new incredible products are now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. They are both clones of national best-selling products from a major pharmaceutical slash supplement maker that are listeners and patriots that are allowing us to private label it 
at a lower price than you'll find in stores. It's Joint Relief Max and Nerve Renew. Both of these have known documented natural compounds to lower pain and to also make your nerves healthier, which is one of the major reasons nerves get irritated and are more inductive to pain. There's major research behind this all. You need to get Joint Relief Max from InfoWars MD and Nerve Renew from InfoWars MD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Introducing them both, 25% off. You'll find them exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund their operation. Three nine. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. 